Welcome into No Punt Intended presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. It is about one week after the 2023 NFL Draft, and we have the winners and the losers. It's actually way more fun to talk about the losers than it is the winners because, as we said, I think a hundred times on the live draft stream, bad teams stay bad. We're looking at you, Detroit. So it's just so much fun to rag on the teams where we sit like, oh my God, they're in perfect position. And then they draft Jameer Gibbs at 12 when they didn't need to. So this is going to be very fun to break down. A lot of very impactful fantasy football moves, not just for Dynasty in years to come, but very much so in year one for redraft. Uh, the fantasy managers are very happy when Bijan went to Atlanta. But it is going to be a heck of a show. Let's get into it. Welcome into No Punt Intended presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. In the top left, Joshua, not in the basement, Ryan, because he, he is not here. He had to go. So we brought in a semi-decent replacement, Miss Julia. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you for those glowing, glowing words. You're welcome. You're welcome. I gave you I gave you praise on Twitter, so I have to. I have you to, did. You did. You're yeah. right. Thank you. You're welcome. Gotta Thank bring you. it back down to earth now on yeah. the stream. So. Bring it back down to earth. That's fine. My head big. No. Tell me, th th there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. All right. So, how this is gonna go? We have our winners and losers, but we'll talk about obviously some of the big players that got drafted. Uh, the rookie winners, the rookie losers, the veteran winners, and the veteran losers, because there have been some strong veteran winners uh, in this whole thing. And you know what? You know what I've noticed where no one put as a winner? Jeff Wilson. And he... Did he win, though? Because no, they took not at all. They took Devin Ashane in the third round. Yeah. So Miami's just putting together the all-Jamaican track team down there I mean, in... Jeff Wilson in always finds a way. I. Jeff, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson will find a way. He will always yeah. find a way. But he'll have, he'll have one or two games where he blows it out of the water, and then we never hear from him again. And then he'll have fourteen where he's injured. So as long as he has the one to two, is if you're really good at finding the one to two, best then, ball, best ball, baby, best ball. I need to get into best balls so that way I can not get mad at myself for benching uh, good players. Okay, quarterbacks that got drafted. If you missed it, Bryce Young is quarterback one in Carolina now. C.J. Stroud in Houston, Anthony Richardson in Indy. Those are your three first-round quarterbacks that went. Slide into the second. Uh, Mr. Maynays finally goes in the second round. We were talking that he could potentially go to Tennessee in the first, and Tennessee still got him in the second. So, I mean, whether you like Will Levis or not, I guess that's value, right, at that mm -hmm. point. Uh, Hendon Hooker goes to Detroit. So a very real chance he starts in 2024. I mean, potentially this season if Jared Goff throws up on himself like he always does. Jake Hayner goes to New Orleans. I mean, is Derek Carr's job actually safe? Or is Derek Carr? Chrissy Foray was raving about Jake Hayner, and she said that the Saints would probably end up drafting a quarterback. I think that there's definitely some developmental potential there with Jake Hayner. Yeah. 
And then the probable starter for the Rams week one, Stetson Bennett. That, that pick just, when I saw that, I was like, I just see him rolling into LA and going to fucking like Nobu with Sean McVay and like, Nobu. like, do you know what I mean? Like that just feels like a very on brand pick there. Cause he's basically Matt Stafford. I, don't know. I mean, uh, shorter just, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Maybe the it, same age, close to the same age. They didn't really have any draft picks in this. I mean, there were, there weren't a lot. The Rams had like 14 picks in this draft through all the tradebacks, dude. I mean, I'm a first round pick. Yeah. Okay. How about this? They didn't have any meaningful draft picks because I'm currently looking at their depth chart. I see about 20 undrafted free agents. Yeah. It's absurd. And I believe there was a stat that I heard on NFL Network. 42% of their roster right now is rookies. 42%? 42%. You want to talk about like four people making over $20 million. You want to talk about a hard reset. Yeah. That is the definition of a hard reset. I mean, that's what happened. They had all of one quarterback on their roster before taking Stetson Bennett. Yeah. They needed somebody to come. They now have Matthew Stafford, Stetson Bennett in dresser win. Dresser? Dresser, like D-R-E-S-S-E-R. Out of W Y N N, like Vegas? W W I N N out of Tennessee Martin. No idea. He I've never heard of doesn't even have a profile picture. So he is the the amount of undrafted free agents on the Rams roster right now is is incredible. It is yeah. unbelievable. So yeah, they're they could be the worst team in football this year well arizona will definitely come fighting for that but no no yeah the rams could do it 100 the rams the rams i'll put it right the rams will be the worst team of football they will be the worst team of football and they will also have on their roster the best defensive player arguably to have ever lived and probably the best wide receiver in the nfl and they're going to be the worst team in the see and that's why i don't think they'll end up with the worst record they will my personal opinion they will no, it's okay. You get you're wrong, but they, I they what, will. The, what the Vegas odds are for them, what their what their win total is, their Vegas win total. I bet it's six and a half. If if it's six and a half, I am smashing the under. But if it's if, even if it's like a half, I would still smash the under. Because yeah. I don't I don't know if they're gonna win. That's a that's a good division outside of Arizona. Yeah. Sorry. That's a good division. Yeah. So okay. Stroud set up pretty well. Uh, Richardson set up pretty well. Bryce Young, they have, I mean, Stroud has less weapons. Richardson, they got him some weapons. Bryce Young, I mean, he's got Miles Sanders. He has a really good coach. So some strong potential there from the, from, uh, three of the top four picks running backs, Bijan, the undoubted first round pick, uh, in your dynasty drafts, the undoubted one Oh one in your dynasty drafts, pretty much unless you're in a super flex. Even if you're in a super flex. Yeah, I think you went number you one and so. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much your undoubted 101 in <laughs> in drafts. Yeah. Um Jameer Gibbs, I mean, at this point, in a single QB, is he the 102? I think he is. Yeah. Probably at, at this point. They have uh, to have a plan for him. This is the thing. Like we're we're giving them so much. 
do that? Right. It's, <laughs> it's Detroit. I, look, I think we'll keep telling ourselves that right. until we see what this plan is. But I just, I mean, we were saying it before you came on, like, these NFL drafts know more about football than we do. Like, hopefully. Do, do, um, do they? Hold on. <laughs> do, they? do they? Because. The reaction of the Detroit fans was the fucking worst. I felt so bad for them. They were all like, uh, okay. And then yeah. they, and then they <laughs> trade, and then they trade DeAndre Swift for a single loose packing peanut. Dude. And. <laughs> <laughs> what did DeAndre Swift do to them? Fucking, they hate him there. It's all right. <laughs> Philly will turn him into the pro bowler that he should have always been. Oh Philly God. has two of the most injured. Philly has a more injury-prone backfield than the Dolphins, and that yeah. is saying a lot with Raheem yeah. Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's It's a funny bad you thing. say that, too, because Wilson and Mostert combined to miss only two games last year. How is that even a thing? Yeah, like, there's no exactly. way. It feels like they're never in the game. Yeah, like they have like eight. Well, carries they might have, they might have played a couple snaps during the games that they played, but like, what percentage of snaps did they actually play? There's like, there's no way. So, um, so yeah, I mean, at this point, Jameer gets probably the one hundred two. Zach Charbonnet or Charbonnet, however the hell he Charbonnet. I've said every time I'm gonna say his name wrong. Um, what a terrible situation for him to land in. That's what I said. <laughs> what a terrible situation for him to land in in Seattle behind Kenneth Walker, which as a Kenneth Walker uh, manager sure. yeah, makes me scared because why the hell? Now, if honestly, Charbonnet has entered into Alexander Madison territory as like a 101 handcuff. And that's what makes it so hard because you're not going to know which one to start, right? It, one of them could have a great game one week, one of them the other. But you still need to kind of have Charbonnet because if something happens to Ken Walker, he's like a fucking league winner, right? Yep. It's it's such a catch-22 because you're going to have to I, I am very curious now. to see how they use him because by the way that their draft went, like they ended up drafting Kenny McIntosh a little bit later. Like yeah. they, he's basically going to be like the DJ Dallas, Travis Homer in that sort of like next man up on the third down type role. Because yeah. that's what Ken McIntosh was. He was a legitimate pass catcher at Georgia. I don't see Charbonnet as that guy. No. So as someone he's the number two. That's what he is in Seattle. Yeah. So as someone who is a Kenneth Walker manager and traded away his first round pick and a lot of other mid round picks and currently has a second rounder and then drops to the fourth. Um, do you recommend taking Zach Char Charboni at the at the two oh three when you have Kenneth Walker and Jonathan Taylor, but hey, you know maybe you were thinking you wanted to go receiver there because you I mean, also traded away two oh three in our super flex draft. Okay, so, if, so you're, if you're if you're taking out the four quarterbacks that went ahead of him, that's a late first round pick still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's Is scary. This your I mean, asking for a friend i'm i'm asking oh, no, for me asking for i'm asking for me. so here's here's what went down and I, i'm actually I, I i think this trade is very even okay. on both sides for what each team needed okay what so, did you do i traded away ramondre stevenson which pained me i tried oh, everything i, I could yourself now yeah i tried everything i could 
to keep Ramondre Stevenson, but I knew I needed the other aspects of this trade. So I traded away Stevenson and Desmond Ritter. Yes. To uh, uh, plus my 103, a 2023 third, which is basically, it was a 310. It was a fourth round pick. And a uh, the 206 for George Kittle, okay. Justin Fields, Josh Palmer, a fourth rounder this year. Uh, that I get basically the fourth and that third are basically pick swaps. They're they're two picks away. Uh, a 2024 first and a 2025 second I got in return. I was probably planning because my quarterback situation was Desmond Ritter to draft a quarterback at 103. Okay. So it was well, either. See, I still don't understand Wait, why it, why do it, that in a one QB league. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Josh, is one Josh, because my fucking quarterback is Desmond Ritter. Is that your only quarterback? It's him, well, Zach Wilson, Stafford. Stafford, and Kyler Murray. So where do you fucking want me to go? Well, that's why you wanted Fields. But you got Fields. So why? And, and exactly. So I was like, okay, I'll trade the 103 for Fields. That, okay. That's what I'm I'm starting a running back at quarterback. That's fantastic. I love right, that. Right. That's awesome. Um, And then everything else, I was like, okay, I go back and forth. I get a first rounder in the draft that everyone is hyping up next year. And odds are this guy's going to suck. So... If I can get high enough to get Marvin Harrison Jr., then we're chilling. Um, but going to be the one on one. The thing that hurt me a lot was Ramondre. But then I went and I literally had a I had it in the wings waiting. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to trade Ramondre Stevenson, I need to have this on standby. And I waited to hit accept on this trade, so that way when I traded Ramondre, this guy couldn't rebuttal and be like, oh, I need to get more from him because he already traded away Ramondre. I got yeah. Pierre Strong because in the back of my head, I'm like, okay. Okay. He's yeah, the, he's right. the RB two, and he's yeah. got to catch passes this year. So get me Pierre Strong. If Stevenson gets hurt, Pierre Strong is the RB one. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Not play, a bad plan. That handcuff mind. territory. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So Zach Charbonnet might be on my list if he's down there. If not, I have I have another guy that I have my eyes on. But that guy is Kendra Miller because he straight out and said. That's my job, Kamara. Fuck you. I'm I just, I'm I the RB one. Yep, I oh, just dropped him. And I and I was like, I was like, I want him. I, I want him now. Like that's 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 the energy we want. And plus, Alvin Kamara is on the all prison team right now. So, yeah. and <laughs> let's let's do it, Kendra Miller. Let's go. So yeah, I like I like that. And Kendra went to he was Tulane, correct? No, uh, wasn't he? Wasn't he LSU? Was he Tulane? Kendra Miller was TCU. Ah, sorry, sorry. I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, You're thinking Tajay, Tajay Spears was yeah. Tajay Spears. Yes, sorry, I forget who uh, Chrissy had mentioned on our show, and I forgot if it was one of two. But yeah, they were showing highlights. Kendra Miller from TCU. I mean, big body guy. And then the other guy uh, along this long list of running backs that I think probably has uh, a solid chance, especially in year one, is Deuce Vaughn. There's nobody, and yes, he's a sixth round pick, but there's nobody. That is going to contend five for, foot five. Yeah. And that's probably why he my fell to the sixth round. He's that's probably height. why he fell to the sixth round, but Hey, that's exactly why he fell. It's yeah. not, it's not about the height. It's about the heart. All right. Thank you. And, and Josh is an Eagles fan. You should know that with Darren Sproles. Okay. Hey, trust me. I get it. Can I Look, I love Deuce Vaughn. His tape is so much fun to watch. So like good. he single-handedly carried Kansas state to the big 12 championship. 100%. Can I tell you real quick, when I was doing the league, we had Darren Sproles for an episode yeah. and I just remember just standing next to him being like, okay, 
Like, you're small. And I'm sure he like felt me staring at him, but I was like, man, you're little. He was little. We call that we call that small boy. A little bit of SM, S-M-O-L-B-O-I. Small boy. Small boy. Uh, but Deuce Vaughn legitimately, like, if Tony Pollard is going to take over more yeah. of the rushing, Deuce Vaughn's going to have to relieve Tony Pollard at some point, and he will be the receiving back. And Dallas is pass happy. So unless that changes because, um, why am I forgetting his name? Kellen Moore is not calling plays. Uh, Mike McCarthy and you is now. Slow it down too, right? Yeah. You're yep. scoring too fast. Yes. Uh, G says Malik Davis, not a shot. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. But Deuce Vaughn for my dynasty, but no. Yeah. All right, receivers. Wait, can oh. I really quickly no. say Chase Brown is is a sneaky person who? Oh yeah. in a good situation. I don't know why I didn't highlight him too. I like him as well. Yeah, I mean the Joe Mixon situation. We still don't know what's happening there, right? And, and, and he he's, could, he's good. Yeah, he could literally roll right in there and be the starting running back. He's a he's a he's a beefy boy too for his size. He's built so boy B O I or B O Y B O I B O I. Yeah. Anytime we mention it like that, we mean yeah. And okay. thick is T H I Q Q. So it's thick with two Q's. Okay, I'm gonna do that next time I post a video squatting. I'll make sure to thick t h i q q tag me at joe underscore zolo okay i need to follow you on instagram because i feel like thank you thank you yeah trying to trying to up my followership appreciate that wide receiver jsn goes to seattle so thank god right what a perfect situation for the best receiver in this draft that's he'll get he'll get his run yeah it's gonna cost tyler lockett but he'll get his run yeah They'll get in there, and it's not to say, like, Seattle does throw to their wide receiver three. Like, Marquise Goodwin had multiple, he had actually a couple really good games and multiple yeah. games. So they do get their receivers involved. Yeah, um, I feel like JSN around. will be a big best ball guy this year versus yes. redraft guy. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Quentin Johnston? I think, I think the landing spot is good, but I think, He's just Mike Williams 2.0. And when Mike he Williams, is. yeah, he's exactly Mike Williams. So when just Mike worse. Williams falls from eight feet in the air on his shoulder for the 27th time and hurts himself, you can bring in front Johnson. And, Another and best I mean, ball guy. Yeah, and that's exactly. Why, and that's why I traded for Josh Palmer in that trade because Josh Palmer will get run. And they were like, Quentin Johnston might take away from Josh Palmer. Like, motherfuckers, no, he won't. Because they're going to be one, two by week three when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both hurt. Yeah. I love you, yeah. Keenan. I love you. He's the best. Um, Zay Flowers, Baltimore. He's competing with Mark Andrews for targets at this point. So, I mean, well, he's competing with Mark players. Andrews for like the seven targets that are thrown per game in that offense. So not, I mean, a really good receiver, not a fantastic situation for fantasy purposes. A great situation for fantasy purposes, Jordan Addison, because I love that landing spot. Fantastic landing spot. He, uh, people would say KJ Osborne. We're like, okay, pump the brakes here. Look, yeah. as the number one KJ Osborne fan, this is big time for Jordan Addison. And that will yeah. so. be great. Jordan Addison is going to be great. Uh, again, at, at this point, if teams aren't double covering, uh, Justin so, Jefferson, what, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So yeah. Jordan Addison should see a lot of single coverage against 
probably not a great cornerback. Uh, Jonathan Mingo in Carolina, no, again, just highlighting him. There's no competition. There's yeah. no competition. Yeah. Wow, well, him in the quarterback. Adam and DJ Turk. Yeah. Yeah. There's no competition. Um, guys, you know, guys in other spots with no competition. Rasheed Rice, no competition. That's, that's a tough one, though, because it's like, I love him as an athlete. I think he's fantastic. But I mean, they drafted Sky Moore last year, and I was super into Sky Moore. And then. They don't really use them. And yeah, it's well, like, they they realize Sky Moore actually can't catch, so that was an issue. Fair, okay, but it's I like, think Rice is going to come in and compete for that like Juju role. You, you want to know why? Not, you want to know why? Because he can S M U Mustang. Joe loves him some S M U receivers. Yeah. Name okay. me a bad SMU receiver. Name me a bad. You can't. You can't. Yeah, Name me a bad USC receiver. You it's can't. Don't say Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Don't say Juju Smith Schuster. You can't. I, I hope he, I hope they use him there because his talent is great. And I just, well, he's got I, more size too than like Sky yeah, Moore and, yeah. and Tony and those guys. So, yeah. And I think he's 161, 204, 205, I think. Didn't Mahomes like see him and he was like, this, this is the guy. This yeah. Is like, Mahomes yeah, called him personally to yeah. welcome him to the team. So, there you go. Rasheed there Rice, go. baby, SMU. What, one that's interesting that I highlighted, Marvin Mims, there's been a lot of talk of Denver wanting to trade one of their receivers, being Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. So Marvin Mims becomes very interesting, especially if one of those guys leave. Tim Patrick, too. Tim Patrick is a dog. I've been keeping He's him coming on back my dynasty. ACL. Dog. I don't care. Tim Patrick yeah. is Adrian Peterson on that ACL. Man, it is an absolute menace. I love Tim Patrick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, Julia, thank you for bringing up Tim Patrick. What a poll. We love Tim Patrick on the show. <laughs> this, is a pro, this is a pro-Patrick podcast? This is a pro-Tim Patrick podcast. Okay. This is a heavy pro-Tim Patrick. This is like it is a pro-Jeff Wilson podcast. This is yeah. a pro. Not not by choice, might I add you, by viewership, uh, peer pressure. We are a pro-Jeff Wilson podcast. But uh, Josh Downs, also interesting. Yes, Michael Pittman's yeah. there, but Paris, he's the, he's the wide receiver yeah. too, essentially. The There's, only... The only thing that I am cautious about with Colts receivers is how good will Richardson be throwing the ball? And yeah, because I mean, you're yeah. looking at you're looking at an offense where he's probably if he's starting, let's say yeah. even from week one on, <laughs> if it's week seven on, week yeah. six, whatever, you're looking at maybe twenty to twenty three pass attempts per game. Yeah, and like this, I almost put Pittman on the on the veterans that I was kind of concerned about simply because of that. I think Richardson is in a great position, like for him for fantasy. But I would just like it's sort of like a proceed with caution for those wide receivers because you just don't know. Maybe maybe they'll mold Richardson fast and furious, and he'll be solid. But maybe some of those throws are just best um, case scenario for Indianapolis skill position players not named Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Is Gardner Minshew the quarterback? Yeah. 100%. That is like be best case scenario. I think if Jonathan if Anthony Richardson's the quarterback, it helps Jonathan Taylor because that is just oh, another man. rushing threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, did you hear that quote they were talking they're like the only way to get someone experience is by playing. So that scares the thinks? crap out of me. Richardson does yeah. not need to be playing right away. No. He needs uh, he needs the he, solid mentorship of Gardner Minshew. Yeah. No, he, he just needs, needs to sit and learn the damn playbook first. Yeah, no. <laughs> he needs yeah. throwing lessons. How about yeah. that? That too. 
painful yeah. throwing lessons. So, uh, and then the last guy I have highlighted is uh, Kayshawn Booty, 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 booty. because I, I mean, I, incredibly hyped on talent. Combine was terrible, falls super far, character issues, but he lands on a team where their outside threat is Tyquan Thornton. Yeah. Well, so, and you know, Gartek loves whipping a character issue into shape, so or or attempting to do so. So. Yep. Yep. So I would. Uh, I, I again, I, I hope I hope Keishon Booty is good, but yeah. he's not really competing. Right. He's yeah. not competing with anybody. He might that. not have to be great. He might just have to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe maybe uh, Bill O'Brien will open up the playbook and throw the football more than seven times a game. And maybe those won't all be screen passes. So boy can dream. That might help. Oh, a boy can definitely dream. At tight end, Dalton Kincaid goes to Buffalo. He's the first tight end off the board. Good spot. Pass heavy offense. Yeah. What, what more do you want for a potential fantasy tight end? Michael Mayer, Notre Dame strikes again, folks. Projected top 15 pick. You want to know what happens? They like, oh my God. There was another guy who was a tight end from Notre Dame who was drafted not too long ago, who is a pile of horse shit. And we were like, oh, let's draft. Let's wait to draft Michael Mayer. Maybe because he's not that good. So Michael Mayer to Vegas in a pretty good spot. You go to a team with a quarterback who has the ideology to throw to a tight end and an offense and a coach that has had a decent tight end in his time by the name of Rob Gronkowski. So you pray to God, Josh McDaniels knows how to use Michael Mayer. Yeah, I think they'll use him well. I think yep. they will. And then another one I highlighted, because everyone had Mayer pegged to Dallas. Uh, Luke Shoemaker goes to Dallas. I looked at Dallas's depth yeah. chart. They have That's a tight end by committee. Rotation yeah. They love a tight end in Dallas, don't they? It's so funny that they have Jake Ferguson listed ahead of Luke Shoemaker. I, I don't know why, but they do on the depth chart. So Hendershot will be the most yeah, popular Hendershot. one, I think. Just me personally. But so, um, can I talk about my tight end one? Go ahead. Sam Laporta, who I think it will have a great season because they like he's 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 definitely gonna be the tight end one up there. Like who's on their depth chart? Uh please hold, but I'm pretty sure it's going with the last <laughs> name. Zilstra. Shane hey. Zilstra. You mean hold on. James hold on. Mitchell. Time out. Time out. You mean tight end one Shane Zilstra with three touchdowns in one week? Shane Zilstra? Put some fucking respect on his name. All right. That is the worst, worst position ever in fantasy football. Sam Laporta, Brock Wright, James Mitchell. Shane Zilstra is the tight end four on the depth chart, and he was the yeah. tight end one in fantasy football one week. Don't draft a fucking tight end. It's yeah. so stupid. Tight ends are stupid, but I think I think Laporta is going to have a hold on. Be solid. Hold on, I haven't gotten to the best name. What's He's an undrafted name? free agent from 2022, Derek Dees. Now I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but what? it's D. It's D E E S E Junior. It might be DC, but to me, it's Derek D's nuts Junior. It has to be. It has to be. There's no way. And if it's not, he needs to legally change his name to be pronounced D's. I 
Oh, there's no way it's going to be the Lions Hard Knocks this year, is it? Because we already we had them last year. To these names, I so hope we get hard knocks with them because it's like I just want to meet these people. Oh man, Derek. Oh my God, Deese Nuts Jr. <laughs> like that has to be it. There's no way. Oh my God, that's funny. There's no way it's not. Okay. Glad glad I looked at their depth chart. See? Rookie winners based on landing spot. Uh, everyone will say Bijan, so we're just going to yeah. skip that one. Uh, Julia brought up earlier Chase Brown and Cincy yeah. brought up Sam Laporta talked about Michael Mayer. Yeah, Josh, you have uh, to the to the uh, chagrin of Scampers and my brother Devin Shane in Miami, Jordan Addison, who we discussed a little bit in Minnesota, Jonathan Mingo, Carolina. We touched for she rice a little bit as well. I guess we didn't really dive too far into a Shane, but the two guys ahead of him are injury prone. So. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I mean, we talked with uh, Jagger on the running back preview show. We, you know, we had a long convo about a Shane and kind of where he fit within, excuse me, the hierarchy of this running back class. Like he's got a lot of experience as a kick returner just based on his size. That's kind of where I felt that he would fit best. Everybody was banging the drum that Miami fits so well because of the, the zone gap or the, uh, the zone rushing scheme, the one cut run. And the dude is fast, four three two forty at the four. That's, at the that's why he like, fits in Miami. Forget forget about that's another reason why yeah. he fits in Miami. But like when you look at his profile, he really is a clone of Raheem Mostert. They are so similar as players, just in playing style, body like build, etc. I would not be surprised if Devin Shane is nothing more than a kick returner in year one. And the reason that I say that. <laughs> is because last year Raheem Mostert was starting for the Dolphins and returning kicks. Yeah. He's Beyond also going Washington. to be 31 years old this year. He turned 31 in April, I believe. So, yeah, he's old. like, they're, they're basically saying, all right, Mostert, you know the playbook. Je Jeff Wilson Jr., you know the playbook. Yeah. Devin Ashane, you're going to learn kick returns, and then we'll bring you into this offense. Well, I mean, so, that's like, so it kind of worries me a little. Right? Yeah. What's up? This is how a lot of these guys get in special teams, right? Exactly. So, like, and 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 we've seen teams throughout the years spend second, third round picks on guys that are never going to see the offense. They're yeah. literally drafted to be special teams players. So, I like, yes, I think Shane is a winner, but I'm also very hesitant to spend draft capital on him in, in my dynasty drafts, and I I really will not be spending any redraft uh draft capital on him at all if anything he's a, a free agent pickup before the season starts as like a dark throw because somebody got hurt but yeah. like i like it, it really does worry me but at the end of the day you can't deny the fit and again 31 year old running back in front of him jeff wilson's gonna be 28 both of these guys have missed significant time in their careers yeah. could very easily see the light of day but if everything breaks the way that McDaniel wants it to break, I don't think Shane sees much run this year. His his comp coming in was uh, Leon Washington. So I remember, yeah, I remember we discussed that. And it was, I mean, at, at this point, he is literally in a very similar situation to Leon Washington in New York. Leon Washington was behind Ladanian Tomlinson at that point in time, so he was never going to see the field. Uh, but he was a fantastic kick returner, three touchdowns. In two separate seasons, he had three touchdowns in both of those. 
So Devin and Shane, again, speedster. What's the average 40 time in Miami on their offense? Four, three. <laughs> That's absurd. They're, like their, their average 40 time is like four, six. If you're to add in like offensive linemen, yeah, everyone like that. Stupid. And that's still stupid. It's absurd. They are. And that is why the Patriots drafted Christian Gonzalez, who runs a four, three, nine, because they need someone to fucking keep up. Yeah. With so yeah, it's yeah. Um, rookie losers. Oh, don't we love the losers? Uh, well also, also, sorry. Ryan put in his things. Uh, no one that anybody hasn't said, but he also adds in Anthony Richardson. We all agree for fantasy reasons. Yeah. Anthony Richardson is Justin Fields 2.0. So yeah. at least for 2023, at least for 2023 yeah. rookie loses based on landing spot. Julie, we talked about uh charboner as my Char brother put in the, uh, in the chat earlier, talked yeah. about charboner yeah. and Israel Abanik, uh, Wakanda is, is, what, is what I call them. No, no, I call them uh, Wakanda Forever on our running back show. So Ryan also put uh, Wakanda Forever on his losers. I mean, it's pretty obvious. He's saying it, Abanacanda. Abanacanda. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a fun name to say. Uh, Can't wait to hear Tony Romo say it. <laughs> Is he going to say it, though? I don't know. He's a national treasure. I love him. Jim! Jim! <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's gonna say. You, you know what he's gonna say? It's gonna it's gonna be like the victory screech from SpongeBob. Is what he's gonna sound oh like. Oh, That's oh what's on your mind. Oh my god! Oh. You know Blake Bell on the roster. Tony, he's been injured since week one and hasn't seen the field for Kansas City. What do you mean? I hate him. I want to be so bad at my job that I make seventeen and a half million dollars a year. Sounds amazing. Uh, Cause imagine being good at your job. Yeah. Imagine being good. Yeah. What would you get? I know. Oh. Oh man. So Wakanda forever lands on the Jets. Yeah. Here, here's your explanation, folks. Uh, Brees Hall is there. Yeah. Yeah. He's not are. seeing time over Brees Hall. No. I mean, it's it's another one of those situations where if Brees Hall went down, then there you go. But I mean, that's you could say that about every running back too, right? Two or three. Yes. Like, and, oh, yeah. Well, the, the thing is, you know, there's a high chance Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson get injured and yeah. Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift get yeah. injured and yeah. miss time. Brees Hall missed time because he tore his ACL and did some major damage, which is yeah. not very normal. And he didn't have injury history yeah. prior. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I don't think uh, Wakanda. It, and the thing is, is he's not he's not a great pass catcher either. No. He's yeah, literally straight you line mentioned speed. that on the show. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. straight line speed. That's it. For Josh, Cedric Tillman goes to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Not great. Marvin Mims goes to Denver. Again, well, as of right now, he's the wide receiver four. Yeah. He's not yeah. breaking through. And from what I understand, he's a smaller slot guy, right? Well, not even. Like, he played 75% in the slot in 2021. Yeah. But last year was his best year at Oklahoma. He had over a thousand yards. He only played 30% in the slot. Yeah. Okay. So he can produce inside and out, which is great. But to me, based on what they bring to this offense, he's Jerry Judy 2.0. And he does exactly the I same thought. thing for this offense. So as long as Jerry Judy is there, yeah. this is going to hurt Marvin Mims. So that's why I don't see this as a big win for 2023. Now, 
translate to dynasty drafts, it's a different story because we're thinking two to three years out. I like, I don't think that Jerry Judy's long for Denver. I really don't. He's not under he, contract. I think he's he his fifth year option, but there's no guaranteed money on it. They can easily move him at the deadline this year or prior to the 2024 season. And then that opens up Marvin Mims. They can run him in the slot, move mm-hmm. him around the offense. He has the draft capital. He was the guy that was drafted by Sean Payton. So I love this for Denver in the future. I just don't love it for 2023. Well, and I'm going to ask the question, how much faith do we have in Russell Wilson this year? And that's the other side of it. I mean, even if they I'm run three wide and you put, and Tim Patrick's the one that takes the back seat, Russell yeah. Wilson's not supporting three wide receivers. He's never done it. Yeah. Well, hold on. In a Sean Payton offense, anybody can be the wide receiver one that well, way. Well, exactly. But they're all best ball targets at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But Robert Meacham, Lance Moore, <laughs> Marquise Colston. It didn't matter. Who is um who's their burner that they have there now? Who's a sixth round pick? Uh oh, how about how about Deontay fucking Harris? Okay, yeah. in a Sean Payton offense. It doesn't matter how good or how bad of a receiver you are. Yeah. You'll you'll make it in a Sean Payton offense at one week or another. So I my my hope and dream is that Cortland Sutton gets traded to an actual good team and then he can actually, you know, have a good fantasy football season. But yeah. if Jerry Judy I would love to see him get too. traded too, but the problem is he's already signed that contract. Judy has not. And I think yeah, he'll be able to recoup more draft pick value by yeah. moving Judy versus Cortland Sutton. Which which I found interesting because they were talking about shopping Sutton more than they were Judy in the a lot of the reports I heard. And I was like, I thought you just signed Sutton. Yeah. So is that yeah, very interesting. Uh you also have Luke Musgrave going to Green Bay. Yeah, everybody's all up in arms about this landing spot. Great, a pass catching tight end. Green Bay doesn't fucking throw to tight ends. Yeah, well, well never like, hyper they they like Then they got another one. And then they drafted another one. Exactly. Like, wait, so people like this move? Yes. And I don't get it. Like, I, I could understand if this guy had like 25 touchdowns in college. He had two. Yeah. He's not oh, a red zone guy. Oh my at God. All. So did Cole Komet. <laughs> like, that. that's basically your. You're what you're hoping for Luke Musgrave in this style of offense is Robert Tunyon 2020 or Cole Komet 2022. That is your best case scenario. If Cole they're not going in this offense. If Cole Komet is your best case scenario, you really need to reassess who you are as a manager. Okay. Tight ends are dumb. Tight are stupid. Tight are so so stupid. Oh, that's why I just traded for George Kittle. It's, then again, my tight end was Hunter Henry and Robert Tunyon. I also picked up Irv Smith on the off chance he actually plays more than they one are, game this season. Oh my god, my tight ends are like I have like Foster Moreau and I, people who aren't playing. I can't. It's just dog. Cade Otten, dog. Okay. Cade Otten. Uh, Ryan wrote down Israel uh, Wakanda forever. Marvin Mims, and he also put down Roshan Johnson, I believe, running back, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I think that's actually a pretty good landing spot. I agree with you, I was, Josh. I don't think I was going to say, who's, I mean, Khalil Herbert, and then who else, right? Or Deonta Foreman. Well, they did sorry. sign Deonta yeah. Foreman, but again, it's a one-year deal. So, 
for dynasty I guess, reasons, yeah, for the yes. for the sense, yeah, for the sense, for the purposes of 2023, yeah, it's not a great landing spot, but it's more I middle ground. They, it's not like a lower. Yeah, it's definitely more middle ground, but I mean, they could vary the way this offense operates. You could see between Fields, Khalil Herbert, Deonta Foreman, Roshan Johnson. That's four guys that could easily have over 100 carries in this offense. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're going to run the football 600 times. Yeah. It, I, I was I was also puzzled by that one a little bit. But yes, at least for 2023, it's not looking great for Roshan Johnson just based off of who they have in that offense. And you have to imagine they want to throw the football more this year. You, you have to think. You don't go and trade for DJ Moore to not do that. Millie Mills is in the chat also. Haven't seen him in a minute. Uh, forgot he was a Falcons fan. Falcons fans are living on, uh, living on cloud nine right now with their offense. Hey, rightfully so. Yeah, hey. You're you could have some of the best weapons in football, so it is it is very good. Now to the veterans, dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. The winners, of course, Julia has to put James Connor from Arizona, top of the list. I mean, he's a winner. Like, didn't add anybody. Like, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not a winner if you have James Connor on your roster, but no, but James not- Connor, the human. James Conner, James. the human's a winner. James Conner, um, he's going to get all the touches. Hold on. I disagree with you. I think that I, I, don't, I don't know. Don't be don't a homer. Know. Don't be a homer. You you, you are going to try it. Don't be a homer, okay? Ke- Keontae Ingram will, would run circles around James Conner. Watch it. Watch it. Okay. He, all right. Let, let, okay. Even if, even if Keontae Ingram gets good run this year, the fact that they spent their first round pick on a fucking offensive lineman, that alone is a win for James Conner. Yeah. 100%. 100%. He is massive, that man. Hold, yeah. Did you see the video of him meeting Kyler? Kyler was like, hello. <laughs> Kyler's <laughs> so, like that with everybody. I know, fair. Oh. But, okay, so back to James Conner. So even if Ingram, like you said, runs circles around Conner, which he's not going to do, Conner's going to get the goal line, 100%. Oh, 100%. And he's not look. He might not have what he had. What was it two years ago when he had eighty-seven thousand? Yeah, yeah and you, we also have to understand too. This is a different system. Like yes. Cliff Kingsbury is going to run it up the gut no matter what. Yes. Uh, who? Uh, oh, crap. Who's the? I got you. Uh, Drew. Drew Pet Petzing. Yeah, Petzing, and he's from the Cleveland system. So I would not be shocked run, if run, they run. run more two back sets. Like let's say that Connor takes the Nick Chubb role. Keonta Ingram takes the Kareem Hunt role. There's going to be run for both of these guys to be. And your boy's got Keontae on his dynasty roster. I mean, look, I do too, but. (laughs) I love Keontae Ingram. I absolutely love Keontae Ingram. So I'm waiting for James Conner to have a slight, you know, twisted ankle that keeps him out for eight. What I would be really worried about with Conner is that this offense, especially if Kyler misses as much time as we're expecting him to miss. Conner's not going to get a lot of red zone opportunities, which is going to tank his value. No, I agree. I agree with you. And. Look, and it's more of a hometown pick there, you know. Oh, 100%. It's, it's, look, it's not going to be the, – the Cardinals had a great a great draft. I'm very happy with it. It could have gone – we could have gone down in flames like we usually do. But, I mean, the chance of us setting ourselves up to get, you know, two really nice first rounds next year seems like a really not, better choice. Than, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the two because years. Kyler will be healthy next year. And exactly. if he's not – yeah. I mean – and. You have the ability probably to move on from him and draft like That's Caleb thing, Williams. You'll have enough games with him. Yeah, you'll have enough yeah. games with him this season to see if you want to move on or not. And yep. 
if you do, you'll probably have the draft capital. That actually makes me think what um, how many what kind of out they might have in Kyler's contract for 2024. Somebody, you want to look that up? I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah, they're not getting out of that contract. Holy crap. See ya. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, Julia and Ryan both put Ramondre Stevenson, which I will touch on this because, again, it was very painful for to to as a Patriots fan who hyped up Ramondre Stevenson immensely throughout all of last season and said he would take Damian Harris's job. And I hit I hit on every account of what I said about Ramondre Stevenson was correct and more. So it's painful as someone who is prideful when they're right to let that guy go. Yeah. Quarterbacks My, are important, Joe. Qu- quarterbacks are important, especially when they are a running back that you can play at the quarterback position. But in my head, I looked at Ramondre's contract and I said, when is the last time the Patriots extended a running back? It's true. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I looked, I'm like, okay, they're not going to, he'll be 27 when his contract's up. Could I maybe get more value for him after this year? Yes, he did have some injuries, yeah. but... And I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and get Pierre strong for something kind of cheap. Like I'm going to, I'm going to spend a third round pick on a wild card. Pierre strong. I know is in the system. So for this year, Ramondre Stevenson is probably, I would venture to say a top three running back in fantasy football. And I don't know if there's much competition around there because uh, unless Pierre strong gets heavily involved in the passing game, which is, I believe why they brought him in. Because he's a very good pass catcher. He's probably a better pass catcher than Ramondre Stevenson. Unless they get him heavily involved. Ramondre Stevenson's probably in for another 85 target season. Easy. So in PPR, he's there. He's getting the goal line carries. He is getting all the intense stuff. So love Ramondre this year. Rashad White, Julie, you also bring up. Yeah. Because I mean, like, they... uh... They didn't UDFA, really have Sean Tucker. That's that's all they got. That's it. And there's a reason. Didn't they? It, he didn't even get drafted, right? Didn't they have to? Well, no, he didn't get drafted. Exactly. It was a medical issue. They right. flagged him at the combine for a heart condition. Here, here's the only caveat. Yes, here's the only caveat I would say with Rashad White. If if Sean Tucker comes out and plays, mm-hmm. I personally think he's a better caliber running back than Rashad White. Everybody Just had Sean Tucker opinion. like. Didn't He's didn't awesome. Jagger have Sean Tucker top five? Yeah, his, Sean yeah. Tucker is phenomenal. So, I mean, but again, he's it, the DAC is stacked against him. He's an undrafted yeah. free agent, plain and simple. Yeah. So, I mean, it, from that perspective, yes, Rashad White, hundred percent a winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do love what you just wrote in that show doc, Josh. <laughs> I had to, I had to pull that out. I don't know what made me just think about it, and I was like, wait. Yeah, duh. Why aren't why didn't anybody bring this no, up? No, no, no. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, because this team will also vie for the number one overall pick next year. That's Probably, why nobody yeah. brought it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh Josh, you have Saquon. I mean, who the, yeah, who, the fuck, I mean, who the fuck they throw into? Here, here's well, there's that and twenty six. This is a non-Jalen Hyatt slander podcast, Joe. We've been over this. Yeah, anyway. but I didn't say Jalen Hyatt specifically. I just said who the fuck are they throwing to? Well, what? <laughs> Um, for me, th- and this is how I boil this down. Saquon's in a contract year. They slapped him with a franchise tag by not drafting anybody of note. Yes, they did bring in um, Eric Gray, the running back who was formerly at Tennessee with Hyatt, but also finished up at Oklahoma. Um, fifth round, no real draft capital, not 
going to legitimately be a threat to Barkley. That is peak contract negotiation lingo right there. I am your guy. You are invested in me. Now fucking pay me. That is why Barkley is the winner in my mind. And and you want to talk about guys playing in contract years? The last two years, top-tier players that have played in contract years have been unreal. Now, don't ask me how Mike Williams did last year after he signed his big contract. But the year he was in his contract year was the Mike Williams everyone expected him to be. So contract years, players ball. Saquon, contract year last year, what do you do? Bald. Yeah. Bald. So guys in contract years will ball out. Josh, you have Sam Howell as well. They did not really draft. Yeah, I mean, they passed on Levis and they passed on Hooker twice. Everybody talked about they could be a team that could potentially look to add one of these rookie quarterbacks. They said, no, we're good with Sam Howell. And they've got some legitimate offensive talent on that team. Three deep wide receiver, a pass catching running back that Eric Bieniemy knows how to use. I I think Sam Howell is set up to succeed in this offense. And I'm like, that that to me is a big, all you have to do is beat out Jacoby Brissett. Like, come on. Isaiah Isaiah Pacheco. They didn't take a running back. Yeah, We talk all the time about late round undrafted uh, running backs with like, you know, oh, no draft capital. Blah. Kansas City said, fuck your narrative. We believe in our guy. And they added nobody. So hey, yeah. hey, maybe, maybe he got LASIK in the offseason. And <laughs> he can actually see the holes that his offensive linemen open up he just for him. Needs more, he just needs a little bit of patience. That's all. Just yeah. patience. Isaiah Pacheco and patience don't go in the mm-hmm. same sentence. That man is a ball shot out of a cannon. Like he, he's like when that when that Mario. when that wick gets lit, he gone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, honorable mention, Trey Lynn Burks. I'll take it. They added no one. Yeah. They, they, Joe, yeah. seriously, pull up their wide receiver room right Hold now. Hold on. This Hold looks on. like some shit out of a key and peel sketch, bro. Listen, is, listen. is Kyle Phillips still there? Yes, but hold on. Yeah, no, I didn't want to say that. Josh, you are correct. They added literally nobody, including, you know, everyone that they drafted. They literally added nobody. Um, no, Skaronsky will be fine. Who knows with Levis? But yes, the Tennessee Titans wide receiver room, you ask Joshua. Ah, it's a good one. Traylon Burks, wide receiver one. Nick Westbrook Akina. Oh, he's still there, yeah. Wide receiver two. Kyle Phillips, slot receiver. Chris Moore, slot receiver. Colton Dorwell, or Dowell. Seventh round pick. Don't even know who that is. Racy McMath. Ooh, I love that name. Racy McMath. Racy McMath. Sixth round pick, 2021. Jacob Copeland, undrafted. Uh-huh. Treshawn Harrison, undrafted. Kiaris Jackson, undrafted. Mason Kinsey, not to be confused with Mason Ramsey. The yodeling kid from Walmart, undrafted. <sighs> Reggie Robertson Jr., undrafted. This passing offense in Tennessee is Burks and Chigakonkwo. Yeah, one hundred. Can we say his full name? Because I feel like calling him, calling him Chigo Conquo, like, yeah, is, is his name? name still cool? Yeah. 
his full name, Chigazim Okonkwo. We are doing him an injustice by not calling him Chigazim. Chigazim, Chigazim, Chigazim. Put some respect on that man's tribe. Chigazim Okonkwo. Are you kidding me? You cannot give me a better name. A Banacanda. No, no. Chigazim Okonkwo. His first name is Israel. That's the name of a fucking country. Name me any other thing in this world. Chigazim. And then Okonkwo. Are you kidding me? Dog. Absolute dog. Okay. Mills is bring up uh, a question. This year's real contender going quarterback first hurts Mahomes or Allen. Uh, wide receiver second, tight end third, and then wide receiver again. So basically not getting a running back until the fifth round. So basically essentially going zero RB strategy. So if this is super, uh, well, if it's super flex, then I feel like you're obviously taking a quarterback round one and you wouldn't do what you're doing there. Um, if it's six points per passing touchdown, you could probably convince me quarterback in the first round, especially if it's one of the three you listed there. Or J- Mil- or, yeah. Mills, I, I, I think you've, you've listened for a long time, so you might know my strategy. I am running back heavy early on because I know I can get a high-end wide receiver two that can turn into a wide receiver one in the fourth round. I punt on tight end. Fuck that. If you're drafting it, don't draft a tight end in the third round. I think we That's can all agree on that. Do not Unless Travis Kelsey is miraculously there in the third round, don't yeah. draft the tight end in the third round. I'd yeah, maybe take a running back there. For me this yeah, year. Running like, back. I, yeah. I like Andrews this year. There's a you know a couple other tight ends. I think you can Hawkinson as well, especially in that offense. I it, if I don't get Travis Kelsey, I'm punting all together. Punt it. Yeah. Punt it. Yeah. Punt you'll hit, it. Yeah, you'll hit on something. Yeah. I think, but I will say, go ahead, Julia. Well, I was gonna say with the quarterback situation, like when you really look at the quarterbacks, there's not that many that you're like, that's it. That guy's going to win it. For yeah. You. There's like five. We've transitioned now from this like late round QB thing. Like, Oh, maybe you do have to have one of the top four. Maybe that is what you really need to do. And you're going to need to lock that in early because then it's like, Oh, maybe I'm going to play this guy this week or this guy, this I got three, whatever is like clogging up my bench, you know? So quarterback is slowly turning into the tight end position in that there's only a few truly elite ones yeah, yeah. and everybody else is a jag yeah. in terms of fantasy scoring. Of fantasy. I, I want to preface that. Yeah. Like I, I'm fine with going quarterback early. I would probably like the way that I would look at it is if I'm at the back of the second, maybe early to mid third would be where I would look to get my first guy. Yeah. And I, I I'm all for the, you know, grab a running back and then just kind of wait, like, pull the yeah. the hero I, i'm a fan of the hero rb yeah. i'm not a big fan of the zero rb i like to get at least one and then just build through the elite positions like give me the yeah. elite quarterback give me the elite tight end yeah. um you know the wide receivers are typically deep enough that you can still get a really good one um you, you know grab the travis yeah. kelsey in the first get a you know a back end rb1 in the second maybe the quarterback in the third and then wide receivers through and through baby. Like I'm all for that. But again, it all just kind of depends on the league you're in. It also depends on specifically which spot you're drafting from. Yeah. Now I will say this. Mock the shit out of it and see what I was about to say. And this is a great segue. Millie, we do mock drafts every single Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Feel free to tune in. We're going to start on the redraft side of things, probably around June. 
Um, I, I know you're big on Instagram as well. I do try to post all of those links and I have the highlights in our, in our bio as well for all the different mock draft links. So if you hit those, it'll link you right back to all the different ones that we do for different settings. And I think people like forget when they're mocking, sometimes you just mock, like you're like, oh, I want to get the best team. I want to get the best team. You have that mindset, but it's like the real benefit in mocking is literally trying a different way of drafting every time, right? Mm -hmm. If you're like, okay, what happens when I take my quarterback in the first round? What happens? Who's following me? Yep. What's going on? You know, and you you do that a few times, and then you're like, great. What happens if I wait for quarterback? Who am I going to get stuck with? You know? Yeah, I will. Uh, I will say he's saying he's looking at Goddard or Pitts in the third. Good options, but I'm I'm going to be honest I, with you. You could you Goddard. could find a guy on waivers every week that yeah. are probably going to put up similar, if not better, numbers than these guys in a lot of weeks. Yeah. So you're not uh, unless again you're a lot of these guys. Kelsey, you know who's going to put up. Kelsey but I'm Anderson. telling you, I. I stream Chickazimo Conquo, 15 points. You I just streamed Hay- his name again. You just want yeah. to see him again. He's a dog. Yeah. I, I, stream, I streamed Hayden Hurst a lot of the year. Eight, nine points. Yeah. That's all I need out of my tight end. Yeah. I don't need I don't need hero ball unless it's Travis Kelsey, but that's all I need out of my tight end. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. If you want to go this strategy of quarterback in the first, please take a running back in the third. That's all I say. Yeah. I say take a running back in the third, and I th- I think you'd be good. So um, veteran losers. We'll quickly go through this as we wrap up. Julia Kenneth Walker. They, I mean, they got uh, they yeah. got Charboner, so that's not good. Dawson Knox. They spent a first round on your replacement, so that's yeah. not really good. And Tyler my Algier, my, the love of my life, Tyler Algier. R.I.P. Year we had, we had a year together. R.I.P. He could still very easily see 140. I know, and I'm and look, they they run that ball into the ground, so there are, you know, I on that offense, it's the best chance he has, and so I'm not going to say no right away. But I have him everywhere in Dynasty because I love him. Bring on Bijan, baby. Josh, you have Jerry Judy, obviously Marvin Mims draft pick. Romeo W Dubs. That's a good one. And Nico Collins. Just really yeah, I wanted to go with some secondary receivers. wide receivers here because yeah. I felt like people were going to – like people hyped up Romeo Dobbs after last preseason. And like I was seeing him fly for like second-round rookie picks, and I'm like, yeah. isn't this guy undrafted? Like what are we doing here? I also think he and was more Watson, than this guy too. Yeah, well, and then, and then Christian Watson takes off. You know, he has himself a good end of the season. Then you spend a second round pick on a wide receiver that could very well play the slot. Like they're setting themselves up to have like a, you know, a Jordy slash Devonte Adams in Christian Watson, and then a a Randall Cobb in Jaden Reed. And where does that leave Dobbs? Especially awesome. if you think that Luke, Luke Musgrave is going to be a thing. Well, like, and and look, who are we saying that Romeo Dobbs doesn't end up in New York? <laughs> Right. Yeah, mean, they can find a way to train. Veteran loser, Garrett Wilson, Randall Cobb oh, signed stop. today. Look out, Shit. boy. Shit. Look out, boy. Look out, boy. And, and really the same thing with Nico Collins. Yeah. yeah, the same thing with Nico. They they trade Brandon Cooks. Now he's automatically the wide receiver one. We've been hyping up John Mechie literally for two years on this show. Yeah. We love mm-hmm. the kid. Love Unfortunately, last year didn't work out. You know, came back, bounced back from cancer. Everybody says he's looking great. He's going to probably start as the slot guy, but what do young quarterbacks like to do? They kind of like those easy routes. That's going to be John Mechie territory. And then, oh, by the way, they draft Nathaniel Tank Dell, who, by the way, CJ Stroud says, hey, go get my guy. 
that was his guy. That's gonna that that leaves Nico Collins on as the odd man out, in my opinion. And this is that sort of that big year for these wide receivers that you want to see take that leap. I understand we've been spoiled with these like you know year one, year two explosions. It typically takes wide receivers a little bit of time. This is year three for Nico. If he's not going to do it this year, he's just not going to do gonna. it. And the way the chips are falling right now, it doesn't look like they're he, he's going to do it. Yep. Uh, on Ryan's list, KJ Osborne, aforementioned reasons. Tyler Lockett, aforementioned reasons. Dawson Knox. We've we've pretty much talked. Uh, everyone's in agreement for the most part. Uh, from Ryan, also he said, if I were there, I would argue that Walker did not lose that much value. They were always going to use two running backs if he can stay healthy. If he can stay fresh and maintain a high yards per carry, he'll be just fine. Still love you, though, Julia. Well, and then my response to him is this. Cool. Are you going to every week decide between which of those guys you're going to start and and go, oh, God, I hope this is the this is the week that that one gets the touchdown. You know, it's just, yeah, I think – Sounds like I, a New England backfield, but with I was way better running. Literally, backs. just thinking that yeah. <laughs> way better running backs, not yeah. like Lawrence Maroney and shit like that. Like actually good running backs. It's like, and then you're just gonna kick yourself when you're like, "Fuck, I chose the wrong one." You know, like just play Kenneth Walker, ride or die, baby. That is Ladanian Tomlinson for those that don't know. Okay, Kenneth Walker is Ladanian Tomlinson. Mm. Player profiler said it last year. CD Lamb, CD Lamb is Jerry Judy. Bryce Beringer, Bryce Beringer is Shane Leckler. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. The last time a kicker and a punter were taken by the same team in the same draft was the Raiders, and it was Janikowski and Shane Leckler. Two of probably the better special teamers in NFL history. Leckler, probably the best punter in NFL history. Tell me I'm wrong. Gogs, he wears sports goggles, people. How can you go wrong? He hasn't even graduated to contacts. Who was that guy last year? Was it Ken Walker where they lost a contact and they had to pull him out of the game for a while? Frick, do you remember this? I don't know, I but know. I think I remember. I don't know who it was. It was, like, but I remember. It was it happened. a running back, and I just remember like seeing them on the sideline being like this, and I'm like, oh, no. like That's some dangerous shit, man. Oh, yeah. Did you just see him with the – trying to put it back in? Oh, God. Millie Mills, love you, man. Excited to have you back. That's great. Can we, can we the pin season, that? baby. Tis, tis the fucking season. All right. Well, this was fun. I enjoyed. This was fun. Yeah, this is great. I love shitting on people. It's one of my favorite pastimes. You're so good at it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, as a as a as a self deprecating New England Patriots fan, uh, it's it's great. Um, I yelled at Maggie for ten minutes on Monday because the Celtics were idiotic. In their in their game one game, I didn't like yell specifically at her. I just was yelling about the Celtics at in her direction. Did you see Bailey zap 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 throw the t-shirts at the garden? I did not, but was it good? I think I posted it. And now you're now you need to follow me on Instagram. Um, it was just like I was like, look at him go, look at him try to throw that. Ba- Bailey Zappi is out with his teammates more than Mac Jones is. So that gives me hope that Bailey Zappi is going to be our quarterback this year. baby. I mean, Mac Jones is I don't know. dog shit. Um, but as a, as just, I, I just want to, I want to throw this out there. Uh, Hey, you know, if what, what do we always say on the show all the time? How is Travis Kelsey always open? Shouldn't he be triple teamed or something like that? Or double teamed, right? Don't let your best player beat you. Right, that that's a pretty good motto to live by. Yeah. Um, 
So why, for any basketball fans out there, was James Harden mismatched on your six foot eleven center, and you just allow him to shoot a three pointer when there's other people in the corner standing there that you could have double teamed him with? Why let their best player beat you when fucking PJ Tucker, who has zero points that night, could try and beat you? I don't know. I don't know why. That's like, oh, I'd rather have Justin Watson beat me than Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Because because if my third string guy can't cover their fifth string receiver then we have problems, okay? We have issues, right? If Justin Watson's beating you, that's an issue. If Travis Kelsey beats you, that's you being dumb and not scheming for Travis Kelsey. The game just started, too. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Well, you could be like me and have had to watch the Phoenix Suns the last two games. Well, the Suns suck, and so do the Celtics, so we can rejoice in song together, okay? I still believe in the Suns. I don't believe in the Celtics even in the slightest. I am I a mean, I'm a now a New England Revolution fan because apparently they're undefeated. <laughs> they're undefeated in the MLS. Revolution? What yeah. is that? Go Revs, MLS. Here's, ah. here's the hopes that, that Boston Sports is lying on right now. Uh the undefeated New England Revolution at the top of Major League Soccer. Uh the undefeated Boston Uprising at the top of the Overwatch League in esports. And Boston, what was your, it uprising? Boston Uprising, Overwatch, Esports, Undefeated. We have an all-Korean team. We shipped them all in. And <laughs> we have the not-in-last-place Boston Red Sox. Josh, who's in last place in that division? Uh, yeah, don't remind me. The Yankees. Because Alex Verdugo is clutch as fuck. I'm just happy we're not in last and we don't suck. It's no. unbelievable. Eh, Freaking! I haven't even looked at the standings in a while. We're, going to, we're going to a Dodgers game on Friday. Dodgers nice. we're going to San Diego and see the Padres and Dodgers. That's oh, I love that stadium. Mm. Such a good stadium. We're taking the kid down there and we got seats like right off of uh, uh, right kind of near the outfield. And I was like, you got to bring your glove. You got to see what happens. Well, you can just, see- just go chill in right field. There's literally a big ass. Like Grass Hill, like you're in a little league I field. I saw that. Is it just like you a can, place to like picnic and such? Yeah, you can literally just watch the game sitting on the hill. They they have a big like projector screen back there too, so you can actually watch the game up there because obviously you're you know you're in the outfield, so it's a little far That's to see. Fun. But yeah, you, uh, it's really cool. Dodgers are doing pretty good now. We're third in the National League. That's good. You can okay. you can see uh you can see Boston Red Sox All Stars Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts just on different teams. Because we don't like paying our guys, so you can go watch Mookie. that. That's great, Mookie. Even though he ba- even though he bats like a negative batting average in the postseason, yeah. it's still nice to have him in the regular. Kid season. loves Mookie. We'll see if, Mookie. if we can get his attention. So, whole uh, schedule of shows all summer long. Debut episode Dynasty After Party premiered Sunday. Sakoli and Joel are there. New episodes drop Sunday nights, nine thirty Eastern, uh, PM Eastern. Mock it like it's hot. Uh, welcome. Emerson Beery, Berry, Emerson Beery, yep. Beery, okay, from Player Profiler. Tackle Superflex PPR. Uh, those are on Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern. Who's your caddy? Preview of the Wells Fargo Championship. Uh, and Herstory in the Making comes out this coming Tuesday. Miss Britt Flint is now with Casey Kasem, and it is going to be fantastic. We haven't had Casey on in a while on any of our yes. shows. Well, she hasn't. Yes. She doesn't do fantasy analysis anymore. She no, she's she doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, podcast is great. She's yeah. fantastic. We love Casey. She's awesome. So please tune into that next Tuesday at eight thirty p.m. Eastern. Correct, Josh. 
or seven thirty? Uh, her story is eight thirty. Her story is eight thirty central. Boom, seven thirty central. Yeah, it's my time. I was I always forget. And uh, five thirty over there for the weirdos on the west coast. Yeah. Yeah, west coast time. Okay, for Josh, Julia, myself, you can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyfl.com. Always remember, defense wins championships. Offense wins fantasy football, and we will see you next week. Bye.